this is okay, but I um, wanted to just uh, talk about, I don't know if anybody ever heard of the Fulton Street Revival or prayer movement, prayer revival. Uh, did anybody hear that in 1857? You've heard of this, right? So Fulton Street is, of course, in New York, and it's a, uh, a guy by the name of Jeremiah Lampier, and um, it started as a prayer meeting. He just had this burden for businessmen in New York City, and uh, it went for one hour a week, that's all, just one hour a week, and he just felt like he just wanted to gather some of the businessmen together and pray. And uh, so, uh, as history goes, they started with six men, and then it grew to about 40, and, and uh, then they started praying every day there at, at Fulton Street. And, uh, but there was a, uh, in 1857, there was a financial panic. There was something that happened uh, economically, and the country and the banks were closing. Uh, and, uh, of course, as history says that within six months, 20,000 people were praying. At this prayer meeting, it grew to 20,000 people in New York City, and then it grew to 20 other corporate meetings that started throughout the city. And then um, between the year, years of 1858 and 1859, it became known as the Year of Miracles, the Year of Miracles. And then during that time, there was uh, powerful missionary movements that were birthed out of that, and uh, great leaders such as, uh, I believe it was uh, Dwight L. Moody and Andrew Murray and William Booth came out of some of the, those movements. And, um, and so as we look and see in history, that Fulton Street prayer meeting was just one of the thousands of examples of what happens when we come together as God's people and begin to pray. Corporate prayer is so important. And, you know, uh, individual prayer, we stress that a lot, and praying and, and really, uh, you know, every day praying. But, um, you know, there's something about corporate prayer um, that in every, every really piece of history, every bit of church history precedes a great movement and great awakening or a great movement and uh, I believe that's what you know the Lord wants to continue to do amen and and as we kind of like really move forward with what the Lord wants to do in the city we you know constantly want to keep uh, in mind that you know prayer is the foundation and the basis of what really uh, what we do and how we see God move in our lives and um, so you know there's a lot of different one of the things I want to focus on tonight is and just say this and there's a lot of different uh, prayer we know that um, there's praise and thanksgiving and confessions, petition, petitions, but one of the important is intercessions. And some may not understand and, and uh, some things about intercession, but um, you know, prayer goes beyond just asking. It just, just goes beyond that, and you guys know that, but it's really for fellowship. There's times where it's just for fellowship. Have you ever just really um, kind of just uh, you know, started praying and you just said, Lord, I just want to hang out with you today. I just want to talk to you today. I just want you to, I just want to love on you. I mean, if you've ever done that, where you just say, I'm not here to ask anything. I'm just here to fellowship, Lord. I'm here for intimacy. And um, a, really a powerful brother in England who passed away a couple years ago, uh, started a tremendous Bible school. And he wrote actually a translation of the Bible and got the chance to meet him. He said that he would get up at, at three in the morning and he would just go downstairs and just sit in his chair and said, I'm just here to be with you, Lord. You know, think about it. Just so there's times of fellowship, right? Some of the intimacy and hearing the voice of God. And, and that's sometimes we pray. I've prayed, Lord, I need to hear you. How many have just said, Lord, I'm going to hear you. I need to hear you. I got to hear you in this in, you know, in time of, of my life and in the situation. Spiritual warfare, we know, and fasting, this prophetic prayer. Um, Praying for understanding. How many have ever prayed for understanding? Lord, I need to understand this. I need, need to, you know, uh, really see this or with understanding. As the Bible says, we pray with understanding. In other words, the Lord has shown you something and you're praying through that. You're just praying with understanding. So you kind of get it. You know what the Lord's doing. 
you don't know how he's going to do it, where, how you should proceed or whatever, but you're still praying with understanding. And then there's that direct praying where you're just praying God's heart. You really feel God's heart on something. You really hear it. You know it. Healing prayers and prayers for freedom. But I want to just kind of focus on this for a second on intercession. Now in Romans chapter 8, verses 26 and 27, I'm going to read this. It says, Likewise, the Spirit or the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which not, cannot be uttered. How many thankful that the, the, the Holy Ghost is praying? The Bible says he's praying for us. And then it says in verse 27, Now he who uh, searches the hearts, we know that's the Lord, knows the minds of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of of God. Amen. And then verse 34 of Romans 8, talking about Jesus, he said that Jesus is the one who is seated at the right hand of God, is forever making intercession for us. Amen. So a lot of times we're like, I know I got to pray, I got to pray, but sometimes we just need to thank the Lord that He's interceding for us. And aren't you glad that it never stops? It doesn't say that if you pray, He'll pray for you. Or come on, it says He's constantly doing that, forever making intercession. Amen. Around the throne. I love that about the about the Lord. And so He's making intercession. Hebrews always says that He's that priest who's uh, living. He's living to make intercession for them, for the saints. And so I really I love that about the Lord. But something unique says that not only does we see that how the Lord prays and how the Spirit of God moves and intercedes, but then he says and he turns and the Bible instructs us that we need to intercede, that we need to come to the place of intercession. So, all right. So in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, it says, I exhort you, therefore, first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Verse 3, for this is good and this is acceptable in the sight of God. Amen. How many believe that this is what the Lord likes? In other words, so how many know if the Lord likes it, that's what we do, right? If the Lord likes worship this way, well, that's what we're going to do. If the Lord likes me to pray this way, well, that's what I'm going to do. Amen. So he says, this is pleasing. But he says, uh, he n- names many prayers. And we know there's different types of prayers, but supplications, prayers, intercessions, giving of thanks. He names right there's four. It talks about all kinds of prayer. Ephesians chapter 6, 18. Pray in the Spirit and on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and keep always and keep praying for all the Lord's people. So there's all kinds of prayers, all kinds of prayers. Aren't you glad it's not just, you know, just a certain kind of one prayer, but the Bible makes it clear there's all kinds of, why? Because there's so many different things that we're going through that takes different types of prayers and then also the giftings that the Lord has given us and the way that the Lord uses us in prayer. Did you know that? There's so many times as, as a pastor, I'm going to pray a certain way. That's just that's the way, that's the way I'm, I'm wired. I can pray a certain way. But you know, there's also the Spirit of the Lord can move on you to pray a certain way or in a certain direction and a certain season. You'll go through these intercessions. And so the Bible makes it clear that there's different times and different intercessions and different prayers for different things. That's why it's important to hear and to know, amen, when and to what to pray. See, that says we don't know how to pray, but the Spirit of God knows how to pray, right? So that's why it's important we don't just come in and just in the presence of the Lord or whatever and just in our prayer closet and say, well, I'm going to pray my way, and then that's the way it needs to be done. No, we pray according to the will of God, and we pray according actually to our uh, personality, our giftings. The Lord uses those things. Amen. Some people are quiet. Some people are loud. Some people, uh, you know, pray and they, they're the evangelist. They see the lost. They see the broken. They see, and some people are, are that prophetic prayer where they see justice and truth and they see, 
right? And they hear, you know, God's speaking. That's, that's the prophetic. And so there's different ways and different things of intercession. And so intercession obviously is the act of intervening on behalf of another person. Uh, it's praying for and in place of something else, of someone else. And I love this. It means also means to come in between, you stand in between. And, and the Bible says in, in the Old Testament, it says that um, there was a plague among the people and they were dying. And, and you know, and they began to, but the Bible says that Aaron stood between the plague and the people and the plague stopped. Aaron being the priest or the intercessor. Amen. And so I like to think that way when I'm praying is that, Lord, I can stand between the plague and the people. I can stand between the addiction and my family member. Come on. Or, the, you know, we can stand between, you know, the, our city and, you know, God. You know, we can in our nation. And so we see that about intercession. And so as you pray, I like to have those pictures in my mind. It also means to strike upon or strike against to attack anyone with petitions, right? So then that's why Jesus gave that story of that woman who just kept coming to the judge because she was attacking him. That's what I mean, to attack or, or to be it's severely intense with petitions. In other words, you just don't stop. You, you won't shut up about it. You won't stop. You keep coming. You keep coming and that's what it means. So that's what intercession is. It's, and, and I love that word there, attack. It just means you're on the, you know, the attack of something or for something. So it's to be really intense and to be purposeful and in, intentional in our prayers about one thing or a person. And so in, intercession is, is that crucible um, element in the church that we really need to move in and fulfill and uh, I like what one person says it says that intercession leads to an inner session with God right intercession leads to an inter inner session with God Jesus talked about get into your closet there's that inner session that inner conversation because that's what actually the word means in 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 the um, in in the uh, uh, Concord there, it means that it's, it's to, to have an interview. <laughs> it's that interview, that faith, that close conversation with the Lord, that intense, uh, you know, uh, attacking petitions where it's like, we're just going to keep coming and keep coming and keep coming. I love that about intercession. And one of the things is that we see the prayer of intercession by Daniel. Daniel, the Bible says, prayed uh, you know, three times a day. He opened his window there and facing and he prayed. But one of the things about uh, Daniel, he wasn't just praying. He wasn't praying for himself. The Bible says he was praying. Well, he did repent for himself, but he prayed for the nation. So he prayed for repentance and restoration. How many have ever prayed for repentance and right, restoration for a family member, or a nation, a city, you know, where you just said, Lord, we, he said, we have sinned as people. We have turned away. We, you know, your, your judgment is on Israel because we did the opposite of what you told us to do. And now, Lord, I'm asking, I'm, I'm bringing this petition, amen, that you'll restore us. Restore your name in Israel. Restore your power. See what I'm saying? So that's what it means. So let me just go through a few things about intercessory prayer because um, maybe you'll, it'll kind of help identify Oh, yeah, yeah, that's how the Lord uses me in prayer. Or, or there's times and seasons like, okay, I see that. And it really helps understand the gifting that God has put in your life sometimes, the way you pray, and the, or the way the Lord is asking you to pray or leads you to pray. So there's a personal intercession, not for yourself, but that means you're praying for a particular person. That means you're adopting a person in intercession. 
You literally adopt somebody or a people in intercession. Have you ever do that, have done that? I mean, you, it's, it's a personal intercession. That one person or that family member, you, you basically adopt them in intercession. The, uh, um, the example in the Bible would be Mordecai as he went before the Lord for Queen Esther. He just petitioned and went you know, before the Lord and he stood in that area of personal interceding for her. Amen. And so, yeah, she was getting ready to, to meet with the king, but there was also intercession going on. Amen for that encounter. And so uh, the second thing is, is that there's this mercy uh, intercession. And like Jeremiah, who was called the weeping prophet, you know, you just find yourself broken over people's situation. Your heart goes out to them. You, you, you feel the heart of God for a person or a situation. You just feel the Lord and how he's, you know, just, oh, God's so moved by this. God's, you know, emotional about this. And many have done that. You wept over somebody or wept over a situation, uh, you know, in prayer. And this is that mercy. You're crying out to God for mercy. How many know when somebody, you know, a lot of times we pray, so all oh, that person needs judgment. They need, but you know, sometimes we said, Lord, in your judgment, remember mercy. You know, those that mercy intercession, Lord, people need mercy. Amen. And so there's that thing. These are usually tears in prayers are become our prayers. And, um, there's emotional expression in prayer. I've heard of people sobbing in prayer over a situation or over people. Uh, you know, you're weeping over the sins of the nation or something that's close to God's heart. Like Jesus wept over Jerusalem, right? The Bible says he wept over Jerusalem because it was spiritually fallen and it had turned its back on the Messiah. Come on, Jesus was moved in mercy. And so um, the, the third thing I see is this crisis intercession. There's sometimes that we're responding to uh, in prayer to a crisis, to emergency situation. Sometimes you go down, uh, down the highway or something, you'll see an accident on the side of the road. And all of a sudden, Lord, we just pray for them right now. We pray for, for, for their families. We pray for the doctor. We pray whatever. The, the EMT workers, Lord, we pray there's an emergency. Come on, you, you, you've done that. How many in life, you know, something happens to your kids or whatever. There's an emergency. There's a crisis, and so there's that crisis intercession. We're responding this, and, and many times it's this um, kind of what what I like to think. If you're awakened by this SOS from the Lord, <laughs> this emergency. How many times I, I've heard it in the middle of the night? The Lord just woke me up. You feel this urgency, this emergency uh, that happens, and so they're the 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 EMTs of the paramedics of in prayer. Amen. I like to think of the paramedics in prayer. Some some people are like that, and they're so. Uh, they just have a burden to do that, and, and the Lord will use you to do that. And so um, then there's the, the list intercession or the list intercessors, right? They're the lead, th- these are the people who function from structure, right? And they pray from an endless list. I don't know about you, but my, I, 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 that's me. I get on these endless lists. But that's really good because the, the people who love to pray, um, they, they lift up each request in detail. They love to lift up each individual thing that goes through the you know, these are the people you really don't want to pray for before your meal because they're just going to go through details. They're going to be, oh, we pray for this, we pray, right? So th- how many of the, you know, you've known that. And there's times where the Lord just, you know, you just, you, there's so much to pray for here, Lord. I'm going to go through this and I'm just going to really pray and I'm going to mention. How many of that's important to the Lord? Sometimes it's like, Lord, you know everything, lay my hands on them, just whatever. There's other times we feel like we go right down the list and there's nothing wrong with that. I know people have preached against, oh, don't get, throw away your list. No, um, the Lord uses you to pray. And there's a lot of times that um, because I've been kind of like this list prayer, um, there's times where as I'm praying for something, the Lord shows me something. 
And I, okay, I'm going to pray about that. Lord, that's true. Yeah. And then you add to the list, right? And a lot of times, this is like the gift of administration. The Lord just moves on your heart like that. You can categorize things and you can see things in detail. And so sometimes that's the gift of administration in prayer. And uh, we love to do that. And then there's the financial intercessors. Uh, they're praying for business and finances. But um, there's people that have this faith for large sums of money, right? I, I have faith for large ideas and then large things. And then, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's going to cost a lot. So anyways, how many know you need large sums of money and miracles of provision? There's just people that God puts that faith in your heart as you're praying. And they intercede for these large uh, uh, acts of miracles and provision, uh, usually for other people rather than themselves. Lord, we just pray that you're going to, you know, all this, I mean, millions of dollars. And people have prayed and, and really prayed those things through. And there's that financial intercessor, amen, right? And so they can trust God for great financial blessings, and they can, uh, this is also the gift of faith. This, you just, you know, you're just like, God's going to take care of it. God's going to take care of it. Lord, you're going to do it. Lord, we've got a need, but you can do it. You've got the coin in the fish's mouth, and you go right through those stories. You ever hear people pray like that, and they're just praying prayers of faith, amen? So that's kind of the gift of faith, and so this is praying for these great needs. And there's also global intercession. It's global. There's just people that have nations on their heart and people groups all over the world. They're just moved by nations. And, and uh, you know, um, I'm thinking of Dick Eastman and every uh, Home for Christ, how they, they literally just pray over nations, like all night prayer meetings over nations. I've been to these prayer meetings where we've just been assigned to pray for nations. And I was like, this is a nation, right? But you're praying and interceding for this nation and, you know, the Marshall Islands and the Indonesia and, and you know, and you're like, hey, I just, I'm, I, I, I just need to pray for my, my knee. <laughs> and then, you know, but people have that need and God drops that on your heart sometimes, right? So there's that global intercession. And I believe that the Lord uh, uses people to pray for things in our nation across the globe in the middle of the night and we'll probably never see amen those prayers answered except uh, we'll know about them in heaven and so there's that prayer that burden to pray for missionaries and international organizations and and all those things God uses those things and and uh, praying over cities that's just awesome and then there's the worship intercession there's times where you, you just you you sing your prayers you know I don't know about you but a lot of the psalms were prayers and they were sung as prayers and you just sing your prayers. I don't know if you've ever done that. You just, you know, sing your prayers. Or some people really feel like they just put worship music on or they love to pray and worship. That's their favorite time to pray is worship. That's just, and there's that worship. It's just like David. Man, just worship uh, in intercession. And, and you're praying and praying and praying uh, over something in worship. And that's really uh, the heart of the Lord. Amen. And so many times uh, the people that, in worship, they kind of move in the prophetic, and it opens up the prophetic to uh, prayers that we begin to pray prophetic prayers and um, over people and places and situations and singing songs over people. The Bible says that we need to sing songs, but also we pray. And, and we sing as we pray, right? It says talk about praying in the Spirit, but also singing. And then there's salvation intercession where we just have this tremendous fervency for those who don't know the Lord, praying and crying out to God that they're going to find the Lord. And, oh, there's just that burden uh, for the lost people around them. And there's that gift of evangelism and this calling uh, of evangelism. Uh, we all have the call of evangelism, right? We all have 
the ministry of the lost, but there's just certain times where God will just burden you with somebody who doesn't know the Lord. You can envision the harvest field, and you can envision people and, and getting saved and you know praying for that. Never forget, um, in our home, uh, cell group years ago, our life group years ago, my wife and I had a life group for about eight years, and uh, being in youth ministry, had a life group of college-age kids, and, um, and we would have, uh, every once in a while, we'd have a dinner. And at this dinner, we were like, you got to invite someone who doesn't know Jesus, right? So we'd pray for our VIP list, you know, people that didn't know the Lord, and family members, and then we were like, okay, we're going to have this dinner, and at this dinner, we're just going to have fun, we're going to do games, and then we're just going to give a quick 10, five-minute thing on salvation and who Jesus is, right? But we want you to bring your friends. And so this one girl, she said, oh, I, my, my, my sister finally said she'll come. She'll finally said she'll come. She, she's, a little, she's a little leery, but she'll come. And so we sent a, a text out to all the group. We were like, everybody's got to pray. You've got to pray for this girl. She's got. And I'll never forget, just before the meeting, just praying, Lord, just soften her heart and everything. So the meeting went on. And we had uh, delicious chicken and mac and cheese, and we were telling jokes and everything. And uh, quick, five minute, just who Jesus is and how I got saved and everything. And, and then nothing happened. Okay, okay, nothing happened. All right, well, let's just, you know, just believe in God, you know. And as, just as we were getting ready to, to, to leave, and, they, and she was one of the last ones out, she said, can I talk to you and your wife? Can I talk to you? And you go, sure, yeah, yeah, we just met her. And she sat at our Christian table. She began to cry. She said, I don't know what you have, but I need something in my life different. And I feel like, you know, so we led her to the Lord. She got baptized. And uh, amen. How many know that has a lot to do with intercession? Amen. And then there's a couple more. There's the, uh, the government intercession. We just have that. There's just something in our hearts. And many people are aware of this. That You know, you just, you just have that. You're drawn to intervene for government, your church government, city and national government. There's courts, decisions, laws. I mean, you're just pleading with God um, over this nation or over cities and, and counties and, and uh, up on all the, you know, uh, politicians and their names and, all the positions and what bills are being, uh, you know, in, in right now and, and getting ready to be passed or wanting to be passed and laws and, and people that are up on that praying for that and pleading with the Lord and interceding for these, uh, these things in, in our city and our government. In our nation, and uh, you know, these are people that just there's just something about it. They love to stay up, uh, informed. They love to stay up to date on this, and and God just uses them to intercede, Amen, for for political things and for government intercession, Amen. And so, and then finally, there's the church intercession, what I call, and this is the body of Christ intercession, where you're just so concerned about the body of Christ and church, and Lord, don't anything happen in our church that separates us. No gossip, no backbiting. Lord, let us unify. I mean, you know, these are people that really care about the church. They're just really, you know, really concerned about the church and the worship and the preaching. And, oh, man, if people can get saved on Sunday, that would be awesome. Lord, we're praying for the church. The vision of our church, let it explode. Let everybody catch fire and a vision. And, you know, just pray for our pastors and leaders and, and, and directors. And, and that's church intercession. How many know it's so important to pray for the body of Christ? Amen. And so, Lord, bring us to a place of health and growth and bring us to a place of, of, of multiplying and, 
you know, that's the heart of a pastor. That's a shepherding heart. And you're praying shepherding prayers. Lord, we watch over the sheep. Don't let anything happen to the sheep, Lord. You know, just let all the goats stay home today and let all the sheep come to the house. I mean, come on. And we're praying for that. And that's, that's kind of really a pastor's heart and a shepherd's heart. And you begin to pray those things. And one of the things I've noticed is that as we really follow the Holy Spirit, as it says in Romans, we can be fluid in so many different types of intercessions. There's so many different types of prayers that the Bible says. And sometimes God will emphasize one over the other or a season in your life. And I've gone through those seasons and we were just praying for a person or a situation. And I felt like I was praying over the lost or I was praying for the church a lot. Or I was praying for you know, the government or a lot or the or laws a lot. And I just found myself moving in these. That's intercession, right? And so we want to really move in intercession and different types of prayer. And the two keys really that I want to leave you with that really are important and integral in intercession is it's not our will. It's not our verdict. It's not our judgment call. It's not, it's not up to us. We're just standing between the, the plague and the people. We're just standing between the need and the Lord. We're just in between. We're, we're the ones that are bringing it before the Lord. He's the one. We put it in your hands. This is like the petition in the court case. Here it is, Judge. I, this is, it's up to you, but I'm going to make a strong case about it, right? And so it's not our will. So many times when you're praying for your children or for people that you love, so many times we kind of get so emotional about it. We just keep praying. We want this to happen, and they need to do this, and they need do this and and how many know that's it's not our will lord whatever you want to do but i'm standing between this person and the need i'm standing in this place and so it's not our will and then the second thing of course is faith-filled prayers obviously and we know that as we pray with an attitude of expecting a miraculous answer focusing on god's faithfulness the ability that god has rather than the problems rather than the need we're focusing on the ability of god lord you can do anything. You can change their heart. Amen. How many know if God can move on Nebuchadnezzar, if God can move on Pilate, if God can move on, on and, you know, in book of Acts, we see Felix, man, he said, I almost got saved. You know, I mean, if God can move on these people's hearts that are hard and hearts of stone, how many know he can move on anybody's heart? You know, if God can take someone like Peter and make him one of the greatest preachers and evangelists, amen, he can take one of our family members who are lost and addicted and away from God, amen. And so we just want to have faith in our prayers. And so let the intercession of the Lord, you know, just move in your heart. And as we pray... There's times where we just feel like, a lot of times when we feel like, well, how do I know inter interceding? And how do I know I'm, I'm just, you know, doing supplication? How do I know I'm just making, giving thanks? Amen. I mean, no, it's just by what's coming out of your mouth. <laughs> say, Lord, I just give thanks. This is a prayer. And there's also times where you'll feel the Holy Spirit just say, you know what? I've got to pray. How many have ever just said, I've got to, I've got to pray. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay up a little bit later tonight. Just a little bit. I, just, I feel the Lord which wants me to pray about this. How many have ever done that? You just, ah, I need to go to bed. I'm tired. But then you just feel the Holy Spirit just say, you need to stay up just a little bit tonight. Just stay up a little bit. Or wake up a little bit. Have you ever done that? You woke up and you're like, oh, you look at the alarm clock. You're like, I don't want to wake up right now. My alarm's going to go off, you know, whatever. And then there's times I feel the Lord just nudge and say, just get up a little bit. 
Just get up and pray a little bit. Just intercede over this thing. Just walk the floors, pace, you know, whatever you do. Sit in your chair, uh, you know, whatever you do. And so how many know it's so important that we as a body of Christ learn to pray together, amen, in intercession. And so however the Lord moves on your heart, I want you to be open for it. You'll find yourself crying out to God for people who don't know the Lord. You're crying out to God for justice, crying out to the Lord for, for this need and for that need. And so we just want to be faithful to be intercessors, amen. A lot of times we think, oh, well, you know, intercessors, that's, I mean, it, that takes a special person that has all the time in the world. You know, how many know that that's, that's not how it is, right? And if you are one of those people that you have a lot of extra time, it didn't start out that way. It started out with little prayers, faithful to hear the Lord, right? Faithful to pray. Amen. That's how it usually starts out. So, I want to encourage you to do that. Also want to put a plug in for the intercessory prayer team. Meets on Tuesdays and Thursdays, 6.30 at the OC. So you need to join in. Amen. It doesn't take someone say, oh, man, I don't have the, oh, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. You go to a corporate prayer meeting, the next thing you know, man, the Spirit of God starts moving, and you're like, wow, uh, I, that was an hour? Wow. <laughs> How many of you have ever been there? You've ever just felt, felt like, wow, that, that went fast. Amen. How many have ever been in a place where you, you know, you get on your knees and you, I mean, you prayed for everyone that you never, ever met, everyone you know now, and then you even covered it with people you meet in the future, right? You ever done that? I mean, you prayed for your family, everything. You went through the list and then you went through, you know, listening to the Lord. Then you did some, you know, worship, put that on, and then you look, it's been 10 minutes. You're like, oh my God, Really? <laughs> Right? But how do we know? It's when you feel the Lord, there's that release. Lord, I feel like I prayed what you wanted me to pray. I felt like you prayed. I prayed, you know, today, and I prayed those things. And there's times where it's like, oh, my word, that was, that was an hour? Wow, how many have ever done that, right? And then there's other times where you just feel like, you know what, I'm going to make myself, I'm going to force myself to keep praying. How many ever, even if you have to wake yourself up a few times, you know, you know, and keep praying, right? And, uh, and so there's times to do that. So I want to just encourage you tonight. But what we want to do is just stand on our feet and just kind of pray. And let's just, let's just enter into some prayer and, and just see what the Lord will do. And just, we got a few minutes, but, you know, just praying and, and, uh, However the Lord leads, amen, you're praying and whatever is on your heart. For some of us, it's kind of, um, you know, obviously what's going on in our culture, what's going on in our family, what's going on in our lives. Um, you know, and then there's sometimes it just seems like, how many know, sometimes we just got to pray through the mundane. We just get up, we go to work, we do this, we do that. Our week goes fast, our days go fast, it's just flying. Oh my word, I, I didn't have to spend any time, you know, really with the Lord. But how many know the Lord understands? Aren't you glad that God's grace moves at the speed of life? <laughs> he, he understands, he gets it. So we want to take, uh, just close in prayer and just ask the Lord, obviously what's going on with our young people and our culture and what's going on. But amen, I, I, instead, of, instead of tonight, I'm, I'm not going to pray. Lord, we pray that you would rain down fire. I'm going to say, Lord, Rain down mercy tonight. Amen. Because I want to see these people get saved. How many want to see, amen, the, the loudest, craziest, most obnoxious people in our culture get saved? Amen. The most radical, uh, feminist, homosexual, whatever you want to say, the most radical people, witches, we want to we see them turn to the Lord. We want to see their, God do a work in their life that they will turn their heart to the Lord, amen, in such a way. Now, the church may have to go through the fire, amen, in order for people to see he's God, he's the God of heaven and earth, but 
So be it. Amen. We're going to do. So let's just pray. Father, we just thank you. Lord, we thank you that you're leading us in seasons of prayer, times of intercession, Lord. God, we pray. Lord, we see so many tremendous things happen when we pray. Lord, we know that it is the foundation of movement, but we also know that it's all about, Lord, your heart, Lord. We're not just seeking your hand. We seek your heart, Lord. Father, that we would get dialed in to what your thinking is. The Bible says that you said, I will raise up a faithful priest that will do everything in my heart and in my mind. Lord, and I pray as the body of Christ, we would come to the place we would not be shaken or concerned or even, even uh, Lord, any type of... Uh, uh, um, affection or affected by what's going on in our culture at all. But we will be uh, stirred by your heart, Lord. We would be affected by what you're saying, by what you're doing. And so many times that, Lord, looks so different than what we think it would. Lord, we pray that you would give us ears to hear right now in this time in our culture. Give us ears to hear what you're saying. Lord, anoint our eyes to see what you're doing in our culture, Lord. When everybody says, Oh, well, our culture's going to hell in a handbasket. Lord, we want to see what you're really doing in our culture, how you are saving and you're bringing people to a place of being empty in themselves, coming to the end of their road, coming to the end of their reasonings, Lord, and excuses, and coming to the cross, Lord. Lord, open our eyes and see what you're doing in this, this valley, Lord. What is the need? What is what you're doing, Lord? What is, what is your heart, Lord, concerning, Lord, this uh, area and this valley? Lord. We pray, Lord, you would just open our eyes and open our ears, Lord. Open, Lord, our mouth, Lord. Fill it with the, Lord, righteousness and truth. Lord, right, the word of the Lord, the prophetic word, the prophetic utterance, Lord. This is the way walk you in it, Lord. We pray that you would, Lord, continue, Lord, to heal us and, 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 and that we would not be, we would be like the three Hebrew children. We would not be of this world. We would not be of this culture and we would not be affected by what's going on. What society says we've got to bow down to, Lord. We pray that, Lord, we would even be willing to pay that price, to be willing to stand up, Lord, to be willing to be accounted for and say, you know, that's not what we're doing in our church. That's not what we're saying. That's not what God's word says. That's not what really God, that's not what love is all about. That, But love is God. And we pray, Lord, you would help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, as the church come together as the body and not be divided and not be uh, broken and fractured and arguing and, and fighting amongst ourselves, being jealous and comparing ourselves. Lord, we pray for unity in the church. The body of Christ functioning as a whole person, Lord. One whole being, being healthy as that bride of Christ. Young and passionate for the, 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 the groom, Lord. Lord, on fire and, and excited about the wedding day, Lord. Oh, Lord, just so enthused about our engagement to the King, Lord. I pray that you would cause us as a bride of Christ to be like young Sarah, Lord. She was old, but Lord, in her body, something new was happening. Amen. And we pray that you would bring us to that place of the body of Christ. Help us as River Valley Church, Lord, that we would see what you want to do through this church and in this city, Lord, what you're doing, Lord, how you want to do it, Lord, and who you're going to use, Lord, in, in the days to come, Lord, and what you want to do. We, Lord, we just pray for your will being done. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Open our ears to the whisperings of the Holy Spirit, the whisperings of the Lord in the store and, and wherever we are, Lord, the whisperings of the Lord and how he would just move 
on our hearts to minister and go and do this and do this and do this. Say this, pray this time. Lord, I pray you would help us. Help us be those ones that could hear your still small voice in the midst of the hurricane and the waves and everything else going around us. Help us be your people who hear, Lord, even the prophetic utterance, Lord, and what's going on. Amen. In our nation and our cities, Lord, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that you are raising up, continue to raise up generation after generation after generation of those who love you, those who are calling on the name of the Lord, those who stand for the truth, those who will not compromise, Lord. And they're in our midst, they're in our city, they're in our nation right now. We thank you for it, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We have faith and trust in you. Hallelujah. You will deliver us. Amen. Hallelujah. As the three Hebrew children said, you will deliver us from the fiery furnace, but if not, we will not bow. You're still going to deliver us. You're still going to see us through. You're still got us. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, prepare our hearts for what you want to do. <laughs> for the harvest that's coming in, Lord. For the people, Lord, that need you, Lord. Prepare our hearts. May we not be pharisaical and hard-hearted and get to the place where, amen, we're starting to say who needs to be saved, who doesn't, who deserves it, who doesn't. Lord, may we not be like the Pharisee at the dinner and say, Lord, how, how could you touch her, Lord? You know her. She's a sinner, Lord. Lord, we pray that you would be, be like Jesus who, who reached down, Lord, who welcomed, Lord, those who needed you, Lord. Help us be, Lord, that revolutionary evangelist like Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we want to be open to what you have. We want to be open to what you have today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that you divided the sea. You brought manna down. You, Lord, brought the water from the rock. You, you Lord, you, you healed the leprosy. But, Lord, this is the day we're crossing over to a new place. It's new, Lord. You're doing something great among us, Lord. It's great. It's new. It's fresh. It's new wine. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, before we leave, I just want to pray for all the new people coming in. I pray, Lord, for they're all coming from all walks of life, all different understandings, all kinds of things going on in their life. Everybody's journey different, and we don't know. But, Lord, we pray that you would open our hearts wide. We just open our hearts to them wide. Amen. We don't close our hearts and say, this is our little group. Amen. You've got to do this, this, and behave this way, and then you can be a joint. No. Lord, we just say, come. <laughs> come to the fountain. Come to the waters. Come to the waters and be healed. Come in. Amen. To the river. Amen. Just come. Amen. There's that open invitation. Come and see. Hallelujah. Come and see who Jesus is. Come and hear about his love. Come and hear and come and see Jesus. We pray, Lord, those that are coming into this house that are searching for truth, I pray they would meet you face to face. I pray those that are broken, Lord, you would heal them. Those that are captive, you would set them free. Those that, Lord, are, are bound in their mind and their hearts and their spirit, you would liberate them. Liberate them. Hallelujah in Jesus' name. Set them free from addictions and, Lord, and, and uh, obsessions, Lord, and, and all kinds of dependencies, Lord. I pray that you would do a work in their body, in their mind and miracle after miracle, Lord, not because of us, not because we're doing anything spectacular and putting on a great show, but because you, Lord, love them and you are in our midst and we love them and we love you, Lord, and we want to see your church be healthy and growing and minister to those who need it, Lord. We just pray, Lord, for those who are coming in. I pray for their mind. I pray for their heart. I pray for their situation. Meet their need, Lord. 
those that are homeless, Lord. Lord, give them shelter. Use us, amen, to be generous. Use us to meet their need. Use us to hear the whisper of their need, to see their heart, Lord, to look beyond the appearance, Lord, and see their heart. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. Lord, those that are coming, amen, that are hungry, feed them with bread. Hallelujah. Give them fresh bread. Fresh bread, Lord. Fresh bread. Those that are desperate, coming from other churches that are a little frustrated what's going on at some of the churches, Lord, I pray that you would minister to their heart. Minister to them. Hallelujah. Those that have been burnt, those that have been, Lord, uh, have just, uh, are almost on their last win with the church, Lord, their last leg with the church, we pray you would minister to them. Meet them where they are, oh God. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, heal the brokenness, heal the dysfunction, heal, Lord, and set, Lord, the captives free. Lord, we just thank you for it. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We just pray for the VBS that's happening this Saturday. I just thank you for all those that are working and helping. Uh, Lord, the team that's just getting together and all the planning and all the designing and decorating and organizing, Lord. And Lord, I just pray you would meet those kids, Lord. Meet those kids in a special way. Hallelujah. More than just one day of VBS. Let this be a genera- an eternity, Lord, of a generation, Lord, that is touched by God. Lord, we pray that you would just meet them where they are. Speak to their heart how you can and speak to children. Lord, how you how they can see Jesus, Lord, and know that they need him. Know that he loves them, Lord. I pray you would use the team to minister to the kids. We just pray, Lord, you're going to have a great time at VBS, Lord, this Saturday, Lord. And we just praise you and give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord, because you are good. And you are God and you are faithful, Lord. In Jesus, Jesus' name, we just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. How many can just say amen? Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Come on, let's just give the Lord a hand. Father, we thank you. Praise you, God. Praise you, God. Amen.